Welcome back to another episode of You Know You Love Us. I'm Tyler. And I'm Hannah. Welcome. Uh, Yay. So thrilled to be back. So thrilled to be back. Hannah, you had a big weekend. Must hear. Must, big weekend. Must divulge to the girlies. Well, the first thing that happened was Friday night. I had an ISU reunion here in LA. And I saw ISU alum Jane Lynch. Oh. And I publicly accosted her. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I went up. Expound. She was on her way out. She really wanted to leave. And like everyone was like fawning all over her. Okay. And I thought, of like, course. I live here. I know how to be around a celebrity. But <sighs> I ran up to her as she was definitely trying to leave. And I was like, I just want to tell you, I grew up on Best in Show. It's one of my favorite movies. And I saw your show and she goes, Which one? I'm like, Lost in Yonkers, when you directed at ISU. And it was, it was fucking awesome. And she was like, That's so sweet. And I was like, Thank you so much. I'll let you leave now. And she goes, Nah. And then she leaves. Hey. But like, listen, why am she, I so embarrassing? You're not embarrassing. She I don't know. she answered a question. She asked you a question. Yeah. L- listen, that's not embarrassing. She I wasn't like alone. throwing away like dog shit, you know, and you were like, hey, at seven in the morning. You know that's what I mean? True. <laughs> I mean, it was that's like, embarrassing. She was trying to leave and oh, someone already intercepted her. And then Jake was like, I think you should just let her go. And I was like, I can't. I love best in show too much. And then that's, I accosted her. Listen, we all have those moments. If Nathan Lane was anywhere, it would be me. Yeah. I'd be like, stop. Stop right there. I love the birdcage. I love the birdcage. I love you in the birdcage. I love you in everything. <laughs> I love you in the Lion King. I love you in oh everything. Oh my God. Love him in the Lion King. Also, can we, like, do we forget that Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane were both in the Lion King? Because I think we all forget that. And, and how their they BFFs. did the producers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, their BFFs done lots of plays together. Oh my really god, that's really cute. I love their love. I love. Their I love, love their love. You know, people um, think that Simba and Nala is the great love story of that film. No, no. it's Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matthew Matthew Broderick was m- mid Simba, middle Simba, right? Or he was he adult was, Simba. He was adult. He was Simba. full grown Sims. Yeah, yeah he was. Mm-hmm. He was Daddy Simba. He was Daddy Simba. Papa wow. Simba. <laughs> Hot for him. That's good. Um, he emerges from that log, and his oh, chest is like yoked. And he and he goes. I mean, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so good. Like, it's one of my favorite it. TikTok sounds. <laughs> no, it's so good. It's really good. Okay, so tell us about Vagas. Okay, so. We got there. We stayed at Caesar's Palace. Do not oh, recommend. I, love. I know. I love because it's just so fucking like Vegas to me. It's so Vegas. I never stayed there. And, you know, you know, when like you're with a friend on vacation, shout out to my friend Kayla, the birthday girl. She was the reason I was Kayla. there. And mm-hmm. but like you're staying at a shitty hotel with your friend and you're like, we could make we're making this as fun as we can. But this is like, yes, undeniably bad service. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 But you're like, this is great, right? It's great. It's, it's so fine. great. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fortunately, like, even though the hotel wasn't great, 
everything that happened outside the hotel was magical. Like we manifested like Um, a really cool trip. So like, that's great. The first night we were there, we went to see Lady Gaga. Mm. Lady Gaga's jazz show. We were like on the floor, like ninth row. Like she was right fucking there. It was crazy. Unreal. Unreal. Me to tears. Full chills. Hannah. And the band was incredible. I mean, like it was like really talented jazz musicians. And like, I think the coolest thing was, even though it was like a big theater, it really mm-hmm. felt like we were in like a cozy jazz club with her. Like it just felt like a very like intimate show. And like watching her and the band like goof off together was just like uh, really fucking cool. It looked so intimate. It looked yeah. like the most intimate. From that the was the vibe she, she created. And the and the uh, costumes love. were amazing. And then love. When the show was over, oh, before the show, we wanted to go to Vanderpump Cocktail Garden, obviously. But Match. there was this long line outside of it because Adele was performing nearby and everyone wanted to go to Vanderpump oh, Cocktail course. Garden and, yeah. and then Adele. And so I was like, well, let's just ask the manager if like we have to wait in this line or if we can sit at the bar or something. And so I was like, hey, just is this the, is this just a line for everything or could we maybe sit at the bar? He's like, how many of you? It's two of you. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, just come inside. And he sat us at a table. And the food was fucking dank as hell. It was actually good, which was the plot oh, twist good. of my life. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Cocktail Garden was like Sir meets Tom Tom. Like it was like she definitely worked with that Nicolane guy for all of the lighting yes, fixtures. Yes, but the food was yes. really good, and so were the drinks. I had a lychee martini. I was thrilled. Ooh, ooh. Then we go to Lady Gaga. That's great. Then after Lady Gaga, she's like, "What are we th- feeling?" I'm like, "Listen, Polly D is playing at the Cosmopolitan." We have to go. Kayla's like, I'm feeling a little tired, but like, I'll try and push through this. I was like, I know it's your birthday, but like, I really feel like we could, we could get in for free. Like I'm manifesting. We're going to get in for free and maybe we'll meet him. Like who's to say? So <sighs> we have club promoters being like, Hey ladies, ladies, you want to go to this after party? You want to go to this after party? And I was like, we want to see Polly D. We don't want to go to your after party. And yeah. They're like, he's like, I know the guy. I know the guy at the Cosmopolitan. I can get you in there. I can get you in there. I can get you in there. But will you go to this stupid after party? He didn't say stupid. Will you go to this other party first? (laughs) And I was like, my friend here needs Band-Aids. Her foot's bleeding. Like, what are you going to do about it? And he was like, I will go get you Band-Aids, but I need you to come to this. And then I will get you. I'll get you on the list for Poly D. Like, I promise. I promise. I was like, what's your name? He's like, Malcolm Watson. I was like, shout out to Malcolm. I was like, show me your license. I like had to like look at all of his credentials. Like I was just making sure he was who he said he was and that I could trust him to get Kayla some Band-Aids. So we get to her like five assorted Band-Aids. We go to the stupid bar. We dance for a little bit. And then he's like, Polly D is not going on until like 1.30, sometimes three. Like you have time. It's only 10.30. Three? That's what I said. I was like, be serious, sir. Even 1.30. 1.30 a.m. is when you start work. I Set me know. on fire. That is I know. Horrible. Okay. I know. Oh, God. So he's uh-huh. like, stop at this bar. We stop at the bar. We dance mm-hmm. a little. And Kayla's like, I do kind of want to dance. Now I'm more excited about going to Poly D. I'm like, great. So we go, we go to the Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. We cannot get in there. Like you have to wait in this general line upstairs. It was the longest line I'd ever seen. It was an embarrassing line. I wasn't going to wait in it. So I'm befriending everyone. I'm You're, befriending. You are that person who's like, I won't wait in lines. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, be be serious. I, I'm only going to look like this once in my life. I'm going to use it to my advantage. I'm not waiting in that fucking line. I need to take notes. I, it was, it's fun. Wow. It's a thrill for me to like talk my way into fun things. It's like that's my amazing. favorite thing to do. Uh, and Vegas incredible. is the perfect place. So 
we try, we look at that line. I'm like, be serious. I befriend security. And he's like, okay, you could try and like jump this fence and then I'll let you in the back way. And I was like, be serious. I'm wearing a mini dress. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, tell the manager downstairs that I sent you. So he like drops his name. So we go down, we're like, we go to talk to the security down there. And we're like, hi, can we talk to the manager? We were sent by, we're a guest of so-and-so. They're like, no, that has to go through management. Management's not going to let that in. We're just too, or like, let you guys in right now. We're just too busy tonight. We're too busy Uh. tonight. And Kayla's like, should we just go? And I'm like, no, I'm not done. So then I was like, I go up to this guy, this group of guys. Kayla like blinks and misses me. She doesn't even notice me doing this. I walk up to this group of guys deciding if they should get a table. And I was like, are you guys a bachelorette par- or a bachelor party? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, what do you say? I Venmo one of you $50 to let us sit at your table. And they just start laughing because the tables are like $3,000. <laughs> and I was like, I got $50 via Venmo with one of your names on it. Who's it going to be? Who am I Venmoing? Oh and my like, God. And the groom is like, not into it like he's not into the club he's like i mean they're like waffling on if they want to go or not and he's like fuck it let's just do it let's just go you guys can come in let's go let's go let's go so we just sit with this bachelor party at this nice ass table with bottle service and i'm and so then i was like you guys actually picked the best girls to come in because kayla doesn't drink i was like tempering my drinking because i didn't want to be the sloppy friend on my friend's birthday So yeah. I was like, you picked the best girls because we're nice and we don't even want your alcohol. Like if you could just give us a bottle of water, like that would be great. So we're just like sipping on Evian, like waiting for Pauly, which honestly being sober in Vegas is the fucking move. I don't know. I know it's not revolutionary to you. It's certainly not revolutionary to my friend Kayla. I literally was like, Kayla, this is great. I can enjoy everything. I'm not dizzy. I'm not hungover. I'm present. I'm enjoying the shit out of this trip. I can eat this food and remember how good it was because I wasn't just Mm -hmm. drunkenly shoveling it in my face. Mm -hmm. I mean, Vegas, I was like, did I not like Vegas or did I not like drunk Vegas? And that was a question that I asked myself this weekend. And honestly, I think Vegas sober is fucking lit. Yeah. It's a bit. It's yeah. I mean, you know. I, Jeff was like, when was the last time you were hungover? And I was like, years. It was full score and whatever. I mean, truly, I was like, 2017, (laughs) you know, I mean, like, I was like, I have no idea. But like, man, it's great. It's great. I'm not anxious. I'm engaging in no. all these conversations with strangers and I'm not anxious about what I said. Everyone else is drunk. I love. Which I was love even more fun. It. Exactly. I love when everyone else is drunk and I'm just chilling. And it, I'm like, go off. Yeah. I'm like, have fun. I know. And Kayla was yeah. like, if you want to get drunk, like, please go for it. Don't let me stop yeah. you. I was oh, like, yeah. So it, I like right. sipped on a cocktail here and there. But at no point did I feel like, whoa, I'm wasted. You know, that's so great. It was so fun. And so we're at this club, you. which is so overstimulating. And I was like, how did I ever do this drunk? Like how? Like the room would be Dude. spinning. Like it's so many lights and fog and confetti mm-hmm. and people and whatever. Anyways, DJ Polly D goes on. I stand on this thing. I am literally directly in his eye line. And I don't want to brag, but I think I looked pretty hot. Okay. And I was in these huge boots. So I was very tall standing on this thing. Icon. He could see me. Amazon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Amazon boots, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, start- I meant like, no, you looked like an Amazon because you were tall, not because they were I was like, Amazon. how did you know I got them from Amazon? I didn't even know. <laughs> LinkedIn, my LTK. They are from Amazon. Right. Iconic. Yes. And you looked fabulous. Thank Duh. you. 
So I'm dancing my ass off. I will say one thing about Polly D. He knows how to start a party. I mean, it was literally, he like knew that his fan base is millennials. So he played like Starships by Nicki Minaj into like oh, David Guetta. Sure. Like into yeah. like he knew exactly what he was doing. I was dancing my fucking ass off. And he and I had a beautiful, sensuous conversation via song and dance. Oh, I, kept- I thought you meant literally me- like... No. You had a, oh, okay, okay. Oh no, just be a song and dance type. That, that's great. That's also great. That's good. I'm an engaged for your, Yeah, for your marriage. That's good. <laughs> so that's good. That's I was, good. He also had a disgusting chin strap beard, and but he was so yeah, sexy. Was like, no, I've had Hannah. a crush on him since 2010. Oh my Hannah. god. <laughs> I think he has his dick pierced. I'm not even kidding. Hannah. No. Which like which never would have worked out for me, even if like if I were single and in an alternate universe where like I tried to sleep with Polly D, I no. wouldn't I wouldn't be down for the dick Pierce. No. I can't even like begin to understand how that would work. But also Yeah, how do you put it in your vag? Mm, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't or know. Or an object. Oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't like it. Yeah. No, his hair, I saw him on Watch What Happens recently. <gasps> and I was I like watch. he looks like one of the mushrooms from Mario Kart. Like his hair. That must be why I think he's so hot. He looks like Farquaad. <laughs> it's like reverse Farquaad hair. Oh my God. It's like a Farquaad gelled all his hair up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet he looks really crazy straight out of the shower. Oh, he, you, he looks like Beatrice when we smush all of her eyebrows and hair <laughs> forward, which is also how Jeff looked when I first met him. If he didn't style his hair, it was like very 2015. Bangs. So, yeah, bangs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he definitely, he he probably looks like vintage Justin Bieber straight out of the shower. You're right. Yeah. Here's no, I support thing. that. I support I- you. I support you. I've been able to distill after having a crush on him since 2010. I've been able to distill what it is about Polly D that I find so fucking attractive. Okay. Here's what it is. What is that? I think he's funny. And I think he's the type of person who just based on what I've seen on TV, seems like he could make any situation really fun. Like you could be at the DMV with Polly D and you'll be like laughing your ass off having the best Mm -hmm. time. Okay. Yeah. Like he's found his perfect career, which is just to make people party for a living. Yeah, that's true. I could see that. So he started this party and I am dancing my ass yes. off in my hooker boots and I'm pointing at him and he's, yes. I swear to God, pointing at me, smiling so big. And we're just smiling and pointing and smiling and pointing and <laughs> dancing and pointing to the point where Kayla's like, I swear to God, he's pointing at you. Like it, it, it's like directly ahead. And then when he would say things to it, like the audience, like he'd be like, let him know. And then the beat would drop and we'd be like, eh. I literally was like, he's taught, we're having a conversation. And then at a certain point I was like, we're both tired. We should go. Like our feet hurt. It was like literally like two 30 or three in the morning. We're like, it's time. But, oh, and then I I made the mistake of sitting down for a second and these two girls, mm -mm, these girls in there, they looked like they were in their twenties. They sat down right in front of me. They, another girl like moved all my shit to the side. And I was like, I befriended this bachelor party. I deserve to be here. Who the fuck are you? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't say that. I thought it. These two girls sit next to me and they were in sensible uh-huh. shoes at the club, which like upset mm-hmm. me. And they yeah, stood up and sure. started dancing. And I was like, I was in the middle of a conversation with Polly D via song and dance. <sighs> a sensuous conversation. You're interrupting. You're fucking rude for that. <laughs> Anyways. Ah! But- Oh 
my god mm-hmm. and the guys in the bachelor party were really fucking nice they were like are these girls bothering okay. you do you want us to kick them out like this is your table too and we were like oh my god you're so nice um you're allowed to bring other girls to your three thousand dollar table like it's okay yeah that's so sweet they were really fucking nice Jeez. like we picked a nice normal group of guys who's the other guy not the situation Vinny. Ron. Oh, Vinny. Ronnie. Yeah, not Ronnie. Vinny. Oh. I always thought Vinny was cute. Kayla has like, a thing for Vinny too. Yeah. But I I still yeah. No. Vinny's like the least Guido-y looking one. Yeah. But that but I yeah. Yeah. I he's always like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. No, he's just ahead. like more Mark Wahlberg adjacent, which is probably why I think he's hot. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I literally spent a lot of my 20s thinking I was going to marry an Italian man. That's like, fair. Yeah. I mean, you deeply believe you are Italian. I yeah. was reading your stories. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to do a past life progression. When Lady Gaga sang Mambo Italiano, I was like the music of my people. And then at the IC reunion, <laughs> some people I went to college with were like, I didn't know you weren't Italian. And I literally like seized. Anyways, wow. I always thought I was going to end up with an East Coast Italian wow. boy, whether it was Polly D or Ab- Albi Manzo. I was like, it's going to be one of them. Fair. And then I ended up with a nice Croatian boy from Kansas, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you you gave him a gold necklace. So, you know, we're getting there. You're yeah. And and I taught him the beauty of a spray tan. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm doing the Lord's work over here. Oh, my God. (laughs) Find a nice guy and then just Frankenstein him into the guy you thought you'd end up with. That's the secret to a happy life. Happy marriage. Yeah, that's it. That's it. (laughs) You cracked the code. Mm -hmm. I cracked the code. code. Wow. What a weekend. Yeah. What a weekend. Oh, and sorry. The last thing is I got in a public altercation for the first time in my life. Physical or verbal? Verbal with a MAGA couple. What happened? Yesterday morning, we were rolling our luggages through the lobby on our way to get breakfast before departing for the airport. My luggage had broken and a nice gentleman named Manny helped me tape it up. Okay. We were exhausted, a little worse for wear. And we're rolling our suitcases and this woman behind me gets really huffy. And she's like, what the, what the fuck? And I literally like was like, uh, and they go around us and I go, we're trying to get breakfast. And she goes, fucking move next time. And I go, what the fuck is your problem? And her husband just flicks me off and I go, fuck you. And I flick them both off and then they waddled away. You gave them um, a Marty fuck you. That was exact. <gasps> I think you handled that perfectly. I That's did. A- I was, hey, Marty, right. believe me. Fuck you. you. Yeah. I hate Marty then. Wow. We Honestly, have to tell Janet. Yeah, we'll tell Janet. Honestly, I feel like, I mean, I, yeah. That, how else would you have handled that situation? I actually don't know. I I mean, I guess I could have just like let her be a fucking bitch. But no. A being, one bleep, please. Yeah, but- she was being an asshole. And like, if someone comes for anyone in the morning in particular, I have no patience. Like, if you're honking your fucking horn, I'm like, you need to fucking relax. It yeah. is 8 a.m., like, yeah. you, are you trying to ruin someone else's day? Yes. Like, come on. Oh, good for you. And good I'm like, for you. I'm like, I, and then we saw them like moments later with their luggage. And I'm like, listen, like, I'm sorry you had to get up early to like play the slots and smoke some cigs before you got your fucking luggage and went to the airport. Like your time management is actually not my problem. And what really bothers me is I'm 
really good at I'm super conscientious like I'm super spatially aware I was a server for a mm-hmm. long time mm-hmm. I hate slow walkers as well I'm trying to like right. haul ass it was a wide walkway like go the other way like we have mm-hmm. our luggage what do you want us to do no they're just being fucking assholes fuck them yeah and mm-hmm. I don't know who they voted for but energetically it was MAGA yeah that's okay I mean listen yeah people put out the vibe they don't it's have to wear the hat the- People put out the vibe. No, it's a vibe. And this might get us a bad review. But if you're a MAGA person, I assure you, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, I can't imagine that you're still here. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> truly, after three years, good luck. And yeah. election season. Wow. <laughs> Wait, really anyway. quick. Are you uh, now that I've monologued for 30 minutes? How are yes. you? Oh, my God. Fine. I have nothing to report. No, no nothing. It's been rainy and fall like. Oh, it's been great. Tyler, um, talk dirty to us, please. <laughs> no, I'm drinking out of my coffee, my pumpkin spice coffee okay. out of a little pumpkin mug. I saw this and I literally like had heart palpitations. It's so I cute. I love it. It's, it's a little so white pumpkin mug. I'm like, influence do, do, me, mommy. Do, do, threshold, target. <gasps> do, do. Really? Because yes, West Elm is charging. Orange too. Oh my God. West Elm is charging three times as much for the exact same mug. Five bucks. Influence me, mommy. Listen. <laughs> I kept yelling at Lady Gaga, mommy, mommy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. She I know. Is. I keep calling people mommy and not to bring down the mood, but I'm like, maybe I just miss saying it. So I'll just start calling other people mommy. I love that. But I think you can have so many mommies. We have so Kelly many Catrone. mommies. Kelly Catrone is mommy for sure. That video. Oh, that took me out. I love seeing her in her element. I was going to say she was so in her element. She was literally just like (gasps) swooshing. What? Wait, we have to talk about before we get to the episode, we have to talk about the rumors about Gigi rebooting OGGG and what we think. Tyler, that is such a good idea. Okay. I know. All right. Mm. I don't know the validity of these rumors. I know. But they've been going on since fucking May. I know. I don't. Okay. Here. Yeah. And we had several people be like, what do you think? Is this true? I don't think it's true. They're never going to get late and whatever. Here's what I think. When they canceled that reboot Mm -hmm. and they did and they renewed and just like that, Mm -hmm. I think that cannot not be for a reason. I believe that like maybe I think the re I think the ratings I mean I honestly would think they're comparable I don't know shit but but then when I actually think about it I'm sure more people watched and just like that (laughs) um but um especially this past season but um I I I just can't believe they wouldn't give it a third season Mm -hmm. and uh the reboot and so I Especially the way they left it. Like, like we've talked about it. It didn't seem resolved. It seemed like it was setting up a third season. So I, and yes, still, I know that everyone was like, oh, they were just promoting that Gossip Girl was going to be on HBO Max. I don't think that's true. There was just this kernel of something in me that is like, I really think they're going to do something, whether it's like a movie or like something. Oh, a movie. I freak out. A budget, I, like a movie budget. Oh, my God. So, and even an HBO budget uh, with the original cast would be insane. Yeah. But, and here's the thing. Now that Penn and Taylor have been doing 
TikToks together, uh, podcasting together. I was like, you can't, you can't fucking tell me that this is by chance. Like, I know. I really don't think it is. And everyone's like, you won't get Layton. And I was like, here's the thing. HBO is like the most powerful of the powerfuls, right? Yeah. Aside from Disney. Mm -hmm. Like the girls have the budget. They have mm -hmm. the budget. Mm -hmm. They already are doing a Harry Potter series, Fuck J.K. Rowling, right? That's mm -hmm. insane. The mm -hmm. fucking viewership that's going to pull. House of Dragons, hopefully still coming back next summer. Fucking mm -hmm. nuts. The best numbers over fucking you know, uh, Game of Thrones, like, yeah, nuts. the best viewership they've ever had. Fucking insane. Another season of and just like that. Everyone's going to fucking watch. We love to hate watch fucking insane. Yeah. If they brought back Gossip Girl, they would win. No, they would win one, TV. no one could compete. No, no one could compete with HBO. I mean, truly, they then would ascend or at least match the Star Wars universe that Disney Plus has created. Yeah, like it's I'm like, that's how you win. That's yeah. the I mean, people would fucking freak out. People I know. would freak. You the freak. other thing, too, is I'm like, let's, like, be serious about what Layden's been up to. And this is not a knock on her. I think mm -hmm. she is fabulous and can make whatever fucking career decisions she wants. she plenty of money and she's fine. Yeah. yeah. She's a yeah. loving. Mm -hmm. But she just did How I Met Your Father, which was on mm -hmm. Hulu. That got canceled. Oh, I didn't know that she was on that. Yeah, she had a small oh, cool. role on that. That got canceled. Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. was on a network TV show called, I think, Single Parents. That got canceled. Yeah, so she was good on she's that. she's not above mm -hmm. network TV, well, and I, may, I mean, How I Met Your Father is technically on Hulu, but it has like a mm -hmm. sitcom feel. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. they offered her a fat enough check oh, to reprise the role that made her famous, come on. I could see her being like, okay, enough time has passed. This will be fun. Like, I'll do it. Well, because you know they'll get Penn. They'll get Penn. Mm -hmm. They'll get. I think they get would get Taylor. Mm -hmm. I think you know they would get Chase Crawford. Mm -hmm. They would definitely get Blake. Mm -hmm. Be for real, for real. Mm -hmm. What's she doing? Um, and um, but the, also like her net worth, Layton's net worth is like twenty million. Like she's fucking fine between her and her husband. You know, like their residuals. Jesus Christ! Like, and then they could kill off Chuck Bass. I, but I think he, what would they do? I don't know what they would do. And that's complicated because he has been talking about it. I know. He's like, I would definitely do it. It would be so fun. And I'm like, they're going to they're going to ask you or they're going to be like, oh, he works overseas and he just never comes home. Yeah. And then it'll and be like Lay Layton's like, oh, no, I'm so alone. Yeah. yeah. It would be like that. It would be very Samantha, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then he would call him for one phone call. That's it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's just hypothesizing. But like, if they're smart, that's what they would do. <laughs> I mean, because, okay, I think the smart. I think so, too. The Instagram post, the Gossip Girl Instagram post did say, like, I say it didn't or I see it didn't take long to, like, dirty up the clean slates I gave you, which they mm -hmm. could have just as easily been like Gossip Girl streaming on Max. Exactly. So, I, like, I swear. And they ne and like the way they did it with the reboot. They were yeah. always te like, it's yeah. so specific. Their social strategy is extremely, Swift. yeah, extremely mm -hmm. specific. Mm -hmm. And then also like Penn Badgley's had his podcast for, I want to say like three years, maybe yeah. two. Mm -hmm. He could have had Taylor Momsen on whenever because he already I had know. like Victoria Pedretti from you. Like he's had a lot of yes. people on that he's worked with. So why now? Why now? It almost I'm seems like the you. beginning of a press cycle. Because it gets because it's bringing yes. Gossip Girl back into the zeitgeist. Yes, everyone's talking about it now. Yeah, and I like legit. It would be like Taylor Swift, 
like being like, I'm doing an Eras tour concert and it's free. Just yeah. show up. The Literally. fucking like madness it would cause. That's like if they were Gilmore Girls. I mean, people yeah. would fucking fr- and I Gilmore Girls is fine. It's not my number one, but I like it. I you think know, they did, like, but it was like a limited season. Oh, boo. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. But I did. I liked it. I watched it with my mom, which is why I liked totally. it, you know, but like, but Gossip Girl would shake the earth. It would. It would. We said what we said. <sighs> and we would be there to pick up the pieces of the crumbled We'd be there. Earth. Yeah. For yeah. real. Oh, my God. For real, for real. We were okay, just sorry. really on the pulse with this one. We were just yeah. super ahead of the curve. I'm just Years saying. Later. Yeah. Um... Okay, we will get to this episode. Season, second to last episode of season three. I thought we had three episodes left. And then I was like, oh, no, shit. Next babe. week is the finale. I know. Let us know what y'all think we should do. I'm like, do we? I don't know. Give us your thoughts. I mean, yeah. obviously, we're going to do what we want. But I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what else do you want to hear? You do Let's some seasonal doing... autumnal yeah. content. And then, yeah, we'll then definitely what? do that. But then what? The, do we go straight into four? You know? Y'all yeah. tell us. Yeah. Um, so this is season three, episode 21, Ex-Husbands and Wives. We open on clothes, designers, labels. Ah, New day, new designer. Whether it's love or war, you're outfitting for. Thank God for friends and fashion. And they're going through Blair's closet. And she admits that she's never been on a date. And she's like, um, what about Chuck or Nate or Chuck? Or neat again. <laughs> and B is like, um, obviously Kevin. Wait, is that wait, is that the guy she met? Is oh, Cameron, the loft party guy. Cameron, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Serena, just to remind us who the fuck this person is, because we've all forgotten. <laughs> like, B, obviously I called him Kevin. Kevin liked you when you all met at the loft party. And also try the Mark Jacobs. Anyway, I got to go. She's about to leave. Bia's like, what is going on? You haven't lusted after Louboutin all morning. And S tells B that she thinks Fufus cheated on Lily and how Lily doesn't know because Papa William said that they shouldn't tell Lily for her health. And B is like, oh, my God, can I do anything? Dorota's family has Polish mob connections. S is like, no, I just hope Fufus stays away until she gets better. Uh, B, I don't know uh, if handcuffs are a good idea for a first date. <laughs> and she puts some handcuffs down and leaves Blair with her handcuffs. Then Chuck and Jenny are on the phone as they plot to figure out what the fuck oh, is going on with the maybe this. fake drugs that Daddy VDW is administering Lily. This was confusing, right? But then it was my less notes confusing. for this episode were like ten Crazy. pages long, and Same. like, oh my god, I was exhausted. Um, mm-hmm. Chuck's personal pharmacist is looking into it, and Jenny whispers, "I'm." <laughs> I'm grounded again. I know, shocker. But I'm not supposed to use the phone. And then like a goofy song about worker bees underscores this scene. Yes. It's like, blink, 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 I'm a worker bee. Like, I didn't know what oh, it was. yeah. It was giving like, now watch me shine from yeah. uh, Legally Blonde, but about worker yes. bees. Literally yes. about bumblebees. <laughs> and then yeah. Nate tells Chuck mm-hmm. that he's heading out to see Serena. And Chuck's like, does this mean she's finally out from under her father's spell? And Nate's like, no, man, like she's in a really good place since Palm Beach. No secrets, no running away. Like she's fine. And Chuck's like, Chuck asks Nate to say hello to Blair for him. And Nate's like, I don't want to do anything to mess with Blair's date. And then the music slows down to like a delicate piano solo <laughs> in the Worker Bee song. Mm-hmm. And Nate's basically on to Chuck still being in love with Blair. And then he heads out just as Chuck gets a phone call from his personal pharmacist. Back at the loft, little Jay and her questionable ringlets. Oh Ooh, my did god! Did she anger in this? 
HMU this week. Like, it was like an Elsa braid from hell. Yeah, it was yeah. really terrible. Yeah, <laughs> braid from hell. <laughs> and Fufus catches her and he takes her phone and little Jay is like, you can't take it. I didn't do anything wrong. And Dan comes in and Fufus is like, don't know if you're her, but your sister's a drug dealer. Lily said she needed some time and I thought it would be better for Jenny to be here. Anyway, and they start fighting in the third person, which was confusing. And little yeah. Jay was like, I can't. Uh, she was like, I can't do my homework without my books. And Fufus says, OK, then I'll go to Lily's and get them. Dan, come with me. The end. Third person. Also, Why? I was thrilled that Dan's like, oh, my gosh, I come back from my last night with Vanessa to this. And I'm like, oh, my God, Vanessa's gone. We get a break. Yeah, we get a break. T-God. T-God. Meanwhile, at the VDW penthouse, Daddy VDW shows up with more pills. He's like, special delivery. Lily is like, you know, I'm getting awfully spoiled having a doctor in the house, although I am looking forward to drinking my apple juice straight. And then they bond over, like, how much green apple juice she drank while she was pregnant with Serena. And they reminisce about how he used to go all the way to the village to get it for her. And he's like, I'd go down there right now if the juice craze wasn't over. And then Lily brings up the speech that he gave at the event about how he, like, still loves her or whatever. And he's like... I just, uh, I got caught up in the moment and it came out all wrong. I'm just so thrilled to get to know the kids. You know, you've just done such an amazing job, Lil. You know, you you, you and, and Rufus. And Lily tells him how grateful she is for him. And she's like, and those homeopathic remedies you have me on are clogging my humidifier. And also I was like, everyone is surprisingly jovial given that they're all under the impression that Lily literally has cancer. Has and cancer. also like, Leave it to sketchy daddy VDW to think he can cure cancer with like some essential oils. Truly. He's giving like that girl you went to high school with on Facebook. He's like, hey, girly. No, we haven't talked in a while, but would you like to be your own boss? Oh, my God. I interest God. you in some essential oils and maybe He's selling giving them MLM. for me. Too. He's yes. giving MLM. MLM king. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Uh, little Jay takes a landline call from Chuck Bass, and he's like, it's ivermectin. They are great at battling parasites and river blindness, but lymphoma, not so much. We need to find who prescribed them and when they prescribed them. He did say that the date in the pharmacy were still legible, though, so that was enough to track down the doctor. Luckily, pharmacists don't make enough money to turn down bribes. And Little Jay is like, what's next? Chuck is like, the mission requires uh, an expert. And little Jay is like, you're not fucking seriously going to try and use us to get back with Blair. And like, obviously he is because he's a fucking genius. And he's like, let's just hope she's willing to make herself available. I'll be at the Waldorf's. And little Jay in her questionable braid sneaks out. Uh Rufus uh? and Dan show up at the penthouse and Serena is in like a white sequined midday mini oh dress. God. Plunging down to her navel, um, casual. And with a bitchy tone says, uh, Rufus, I didn't know you were coming over here. I thought mom told you she needed some time. And Rufus is like, I just want to check in. Lil, Lil. And as is like, you know, I'm sorry, but if she wanted to talk to you, then she'd call you back. You should leave. And Rufus is basically like, be fucking for real, Serena. Like, does she have a problem seeing me or do you? And she's like, yes. Alan told me what happened. And Rufus is so confused. He's like, literally, what the fuck are you talking about? What did Holland tell you? And she's like, you should go. And then he's like, you know what? No, let's call Holland. Let's get it from the source. We cut to Holland in the living room and it's like, Poor Lily's Holland. there. I know. Holland's there. Rufus is there. Dan's there. Lily's there. Daddy VDW's there. And Holland's like, I shouldn't be here. And Rufus is like, 
it's whatever, Holland. Like, I literally don't have anything to hide from my family. And she's like, Rufus and I slept together. Oh, I'm so God. sorry. And Lily's like, oh, like clutches her pearls. And Rufus is like, what the fuck, Holland? This is absurd. And Daddy BDW is like, Lily, why don't you head upstairs? I'll handle this. Lily heads upstairs. Rufus goes after her, but he's stopped by Eric and Dan. And is like, you know, I'm sorry. I never meant to hurt anyone, but it's probably best now that the truth is out. And Rufus fuck is like, you literally believe me, Marty. Fuck you. Rufus is like, uh, except the truth is literally not out because what the fuck, Holland? And Holland like gaslights him into oblivion. She's like, Rufus, oh my God. Like, you can't just expect me to stand here and lie to their faces. And Rufus is like, you just did. And Daddy VDW is like, excuse me, Holland, right? You know, this kind of stress is really not good for Lily. So Holland leaves. Rufus goes upstairs to see Lily, despite William trying to kick his ass out. And then Nate shows up and asks Dan what he missed. Wow. Wow. Wee wow. Also, Fufus tells, um, then Fufus is with Lily and he mm -hmm. he's like, I'm sorry, I had no idea she was an insane person. And Lily fucking believes Holland and is like, you of all people could understand why I would believe this. You didn't talk to me for weeks after you found that letter from William. And Fufus is like, maybe you would do this, but I wouldn't. When you're ready to hear that and, and talk about it, give me a call. And S chatting with Nate, uh, and Nate's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> crazy day at the Banner Woods ends. And she's like, I was just hoping to keep Fufus away until my mom got stronger. And, and Nate's like, what the fuck? Like, you actually fucking think he did this? Be for real, for real. And mm -hmm. S is like, um, uh, she's like, well, why would Holland lie about it? <laughs> Honestly, as the North Star of the show, in an iconic moment, Nate says, He's like, uh, I don't know, but like, I don't know who the fuck Holland is, um, but I do know who Fufus is and he's a good guy. And I was like, yes, OK, that. Yes. Thank a you. rational human being at long yes. last. My God. And this is like, OK, well, I'm just trying to protect my mom. And Nate's like, yeah, I get that. But like, give him a chance. He gave you one when you bailed on Brown, bitch. And I was like, that's right. Ooh. And it's like. She's like, are you really taking a side right now? Be for real, for real. And then S throws something in a box. And it's, I was like, what the fuck is she even doing? In what this is she scene? packing? It's and she then puts I, like a flag in a box and a tape measure wait, in a box. It was Jenny's scraps. It was her paper oh. she, or her, her fabric. I later then put it together, but I had no idea. I thought it was a flag. Was she put a flag. <laughs> she put a flag in a box. Um, and, uh, and then she's like, uh, yeah, I should go be my, be, I should go be with my family. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at Blair's, yes. Chuck and Jenny wait on the landing oh and Jenny's like, God. I still don't get why we need Blair for this. Don't you read Gossip Girl? Extortion's what I do. And Blair shows up and she's like, the two of you here together, please tell me there's an explanation that doesn't involve the apocalypse. And Chuck explains that there's some shady shit going on with Lily's medication. And he's like, we need your mind game mastery to find out what. <laughs> and B's like, who are you, house? I'm sure Dr. Vanderwoodson knows what he's doing. Iconic. And Chuck's like, no, it's not a doctor. It's a psychiatrist. And Jenny's like, oh. weird, right? Lily's like, so not in therapy. And B's like, and you so should be. But as much as I admire the attempt to lure me back with subversive sleuthing and appreciative as I am with your help with Columbia, the answer is no. And she refuses to miss her date for this, although she does appreciate that it's a heartfelt plea. And she says it's much more effective than a fatwa. <laughs> Love her. But I was mm -hmm. like, B, come on. Come to the dark side. I Let's know. go. I know. Do you remember that song from Dreamgirls? It's like, step into the bad side. Bad side. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
That's Ooh. what we want her to do. Yes. Step into that yes. bad side. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Lily and Eric are walking, covering up the coffee labels on their coffee cups with their <laughs> hands like little claws. It was great. And Lily explains that Fufus, she's just like, oh, well, Fufus is, is different. He's been like a father to you. And Eric's like, well, you can't stay with him if he cheated on you because of me. You have to stay with him because you want to. Another North Star. Mm-hmm. He's like, honestly, I don't care who you end up with as long as you're here. Meanwhile, Nate and Dan are chatting and Nate's um, Nate just like doesn't buy this about Fufus. Like he's like, listen, we're going to need an expert, a.k.a. they show up at Blair's. So <laughs> funny. This is a great episode. I, it Loved was a it. lot of storylines. But to me, this is Gigi at its best, mm-hmm. like classic hijinks. We love to see it. They are going to find an expert. They show up at Blair's during her date. And Blair's like, did Chuck send you? His pull plan didn't work, so he sent Frick and Frack to ruin my date. Great, great line. And I was like, they are kind of like Frick and Frack. Mm-hmm. And Dan explains about Fufus, and Nate asks for help. And I just wrote date for his name because I was like, what is his name? Oh, yeah, um, Cameron. He's so hot. Fucking Cameron. He was pretty hot. And he's like exposing scandals on the Upper East Side. <laughs> Show me your world, Blair Waldorf. And I said, he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's definitely just like a male model who so got hot. the booking. He's so hot, though. Like, he's stupid hot. And he's like chunky, double-breasted, like, um, shawl neck sweater. Yeah. Do you I remember also- when people would wear a polo on a polo to take it back to Jersey yes. Shore? Double layer of polo popped collar. How hot. Believe- like, not like believe- attractive, like warm. Like, how, how warm. warm. Yeah. Can you believe people wore that? That yeah, was cool. No. To this Monsters. day, there is oh a God. part of me that wants a Lacoste polo because I could never afford one as a kid. Do you have one? Do you wear yeah. it? Uh, I wear it when I audition for fast food restaurants or Best Cute. Buy. Cute. That's a good excuse to buy a Lacoste polo. I, I, but why did I get one? I got one for some. I felt like we, okay, wow. Okay, yes. Hold on. Taking it back. Yeah. When we were doing, um, like our training course at Disney, I think we had to wear business casual and I didn't know what that meant. And so I went to American Eagle and I got a pair of, or yes, a pair of like chinos, like mm-hmm. whatever. Incredible. Because uh, that's where I bought all my uniform pants from. And then mm-hmm. um, I bought other cars below. And that's what I wore and I've had it for too many years. Here's the deal. Like a $70 polo when you're in sixth grade and you're growing every day, like Ridiculous, Ridiculous. preposterous. It was never going to happen in my household. Mm -mm. As a 32-year-old woman who, Mm -hmm. yes, sometimes spends money I don't have. Actually, regularly I do that. I could justify because I will wear it for summers and seasons to come and auditions. It's basically a tax write-off. That I mean, I literally have worn it for so many auditions. Mm -hmm. No joke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also appreciated when Blair used Yiddish and was like, I knew something wasn't right when Serena told me, no way would another Upper East Sider stop Rufus. And then she turns to Cameron and is like, my stepfather's Jewish. Um, Incredible. Yeah, that was great. I loved this to your point. Uh, Like, I love when the whole group is scheming for a good cause, an ensemble episode. Like, we love to see Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So Jenny and Chuck show up at the psychiatrist's office and Chuck's like, you sure you know what you're doing? And she's like, trust me. I live at the Vanderwoodsons. I know how to lie. The receptionist is like kind of like flustered. She's like, can I help you? Did, did you have an appointment? And Jenny's like, so here's the thing. I work for a troubled teen hotline. And look, like, I'm really worried. I said something wrong about like drugs and depression. So like I was hoping the doctor could actually like give me some advice. And Chuck is like glancing over the receptionist's shoulder at the calendar on the desk. 
And it says like New York Public Library benefit main branch Fifth Avenue that night. So she's like, the receptionist is like, um, the doctor will actually be back next week. And Chuck's like, yeah, no, it's okay. We got everything we need. And he like grabs a card. They're about to head out when gasp, they collide with Blair, Nate, Cameron, and Dan. And Blair's like, we're looking for Holland. And Chuck shows the business card. And he's like, Dr. Holland Kemble. And Gigi's like, you better hope this doctor gets healed before someone else gets hurt. Oh, we love um, Chuck is then directing little Jay to look for a bottle of pills as she's at, is she at the VDWs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then we cut back to Blair at all. She's like, Holland is clearly trying to poison Lily so she can have Rufus all to herself. So Shakespearean. And Dan's like, I mean, shouldn't we just tell Lily what's going on? But they decide no. And they're all going they're They all plan to go to the benefit tonight. And Chuck and B make eye contact. And it is so hot to me. <gasps> yes. S is with Papa Wills. And Will got Lily a juicer. Okay. Um, really like leaning into that bit. And S is like, sometimes I wish you would have taken us away uh, from here when you wanted to. And Papa Wills is like, uh, wherever you run, uh, things happen. Uh, and S is like, oh, it's just, uh, it's been so awful. Um, you know, maybe she needed to see that she was with the wrong man. And I was like, I'm so sorry. What the fuck, Serena? I know. Fucking baiting him into, like, falling in love and breaking up a marriage. I can't. No, this is um, like the devil's parent trap, you know? Tr- yes, truly, truly. Yeah. And she's like, you have been here throughout her entire sickness and you can show her how you really feel. And uh, and he doesn't really take the bait. But then S is like, oh, I don't know. Maybe you could take him to the library benefit. And then she bites her lip and is like, woohoo. And then, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then she runs into little Jay and she says, oh, uh, no pills to steal in Brooklyn. And little Jay is like, I came to find a dress. And it's like, last time I checked, there were dresses in the kitchen by my mom's pills. And little Jay is like, do you even know what your dad is prescribing her? Sorry. Do you even know what your dad is prescribing her? <laughs> and S is like, um, it's like probably something with high street value or you wouldn't be interested. And little Jay, and little Jay says, yeah, well, if you stop hating me, if you stop hating me for one second, you'd see I was trying to help your family. And S is like, oh, yeah, you and Fufus have done such wonderful things uh, for the Vander Woodsons. She's like, why are you even still here? And Lil Jay's like, you're right. Um, nothing would make me happier than to go back to Brooklyn forever. And she starts to leave and then picks up a garment bag and a framed <laughs> photo and then leaves. Lily comes down, S asks if she's okay, and she she's like, oh, BTW, dad invited us to the library benefit with him. And Lily's like, a night out with your father is exactly what the doctor ordered. Ew. I know. Ew. She's so excited Thank about the juicer. Thank you for bearing with me. That was a long scene. No, oh you're God, doing great. You're doing great. Also, uh, Jenny swiped that, like, secret envelope. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, doy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jenny has more intel than anyone else, which is, you know, it's not looking good if that's the case. That's really bleak out there. Yeah. Right. Um, At Blair's, Blair descends the stairs looking gorgeous for the benefit. Chuck apologizes for Cameron having to abandon the mission. And she's like, he has dinner with the rugby team. And Chuck's like, how homoerotic. B is like, 
we have plans to continue our date later. And she and the guys are all set to publicly humiliate Holland when Jenny shows up. And they're all like, okay, Jenny, what's the deal? What'd you find? What's going on? And Jenny hesitates. And she's like, I'm sorry. I looked everywhere, but there was nothing. And they're all like, fuck. And Blair's like, well, luckily, like every great general, I have contingency plans. Archibald, time to use those family connections. And Gigi's like, watch out, lonely boy. Seems your little sister has her own ideas about your family's planning. <gasps> fuck you, Jenny. Also, fuck, fuck you. you. I used a Nancy Drew, or I made a Nancy Drew reference, I think a total of four times yesterday. Uh, while you and were taking notes or just in life? In life. I love that. I was like, wow, she was on the brain. Nancy <laughs> Drew's impact. Yeah. 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 Wow. Where are we next? The benefit? Yeah. We are at that benefit, honey. Okay. And Jenny is going, oh, she, so she's going to wait with this doctor's ticket. And mm -hmm. this doctor is essentially coming so they can blackmail Holland by saying, if you don't tell us what we need, then we'll have this person revoke your license, I think, is the gist. Mm. Um, You're smarter than me. I was like, I don't really unclear. get it. Mm -hmm. It's unclear. Uh, and B's like, here's his ticket. Pretend to be well-bred and polite. It will pay off if you ever need orthopedic surgery at Mount Sinai, which I thought was very funny. And little <laughs> J then calls Mount Sinai and cancels or tells the doctor that Archibald isn't coming. So, like, the doctor doesn't need to come? What? Mm -hmm. And S sees, and then S makes a call. And then she's, like, looking at her parents longingly in this, like, dress that looks like it was meant to be full length but is a mini and was another sparkly one shoulder dress oh, on us we God. don't need it no and she's so beautiful come on and chuck and b see holland meanwhile foofus finds little j at, because s called foofus and s sees foofus go in and then sees nate involved in all of this and he's like i know a scheme when i see one and nate's like i I know that Fufus didn't do it. Like, Nate's just like, fucking listen to me, you moron. Mm -hmm. um, and and he's like, okay, so what? Like, anyone who doesn't like your dad has to go? And I was like, thank you, Nate. Fair question. And, and I says, all I asked you to do was support me, and you went behind my back. I get why everyone did this, but you were supposed to be on my side. <sighs> uh. <laughs> Chuck and Blair do a bit about how Chuck does not want to go to therapy. So they like march up to Holland. This is great. And Blair's like, are you Dr. Holland Campbell? Ugh, I've been trying to find you. Like, I this is my boyfriend, Chuck Bass. He does not want to go to therapy, but he has to. And he's basically like, oh, my gosh, nothing like Audrey Hepburn movies to shrivel your manhood or something. Oh and they're like, God. Holland's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I literally would prefer to talk to you all in my office. Like, this is a lot for me. And they beg her to chat with them. They're like, please, please, please. We need your help. And she sits them down. And B's like, he traded me to his uncle for his hotel. And Holland's like, traded you? And she's like, for sex. And Chuck is like, please, is it any worse than you tricking me into kissing a guy just so you can give a speech? And she's like, you've kissed guys before. And Holland's like, okay, okay, okay. Clearly, both of you have hurt each other. Okay, and, okay, okay. And now neither of you feel safe. Like, that seems to be what's going on. Yeah. And there's like, how can re we rebuild? And Dan is like trying to get their attention. Chuck catches it and calls Dan. And then Holland tries to excuse herself. But then Chuck is like, you know, that guy over there. And Dan's talking to some guy. He's like, that guy over there is on the AMA disciplinary committee. Last time I checked, it was illegal to prescribe mislabeled medication, especially to people who aren't even your patients. And Holland's like, what? You two really are sick. And Chuck's like, 
The person he's talking to is waiting for my signal to show him I have proof of what you did to Lily Humphrey. And Rufus approaches the three of them and he's like, what's going on? And Chuck invites Holland to tell the truth. And she says she wrote the prescription because she owed someone a favor. Oh. And she's like, but you need to talk to William Vanderwoodson. And so Rufus Ooh. departs to find him. Little Jay then finds Papa William. And she's like, Holland is about to tell everyone. And, and Will's like, uh, I know you love your dad. And little Jay says, that's why I'm telling you. Now's your chance to get away. And and w- William's like, I don't. He's like, why are you telling me this? Um, so and she's like, duh, so I can get my family back um, or, you, or you can get your family back and I can have mine. Sorry, that was convoluted. We then cut to Dan as all the VDWs are leaving. And we get Gigi in this VDW feud. That's one, that's VDW one, Humphreys zero. Mm. And back at the penthouse, they are like fucking frantic because Wills is trying to skip town. And S tells Eric, she's like, we are going with them. This is our chance to be a family. And I'm like, I'm sorry, don't you have to be a fucking school? Like, I, I don't know. know. Eric know. is in high school. Um. And she ignores a call from Nate. Magically, her hair is down and looks fucking perfect. The smoothest blowout I've ever seen. Incredible. And is packing these Marc Jacobs puffy bags, which I coveted. And Dan calls and is like, listen, listen, hey, I am not calling about my dad. I am calling about yours. He is the one who got Holland to lie about the affair. The pills are not helping Lily's illness. And it's just like, that's crazy. And Dan's like, any crazier than your family leaving town with him tonight? So then S finds Papa Wills and asks, she's like, I mean, shouldn't we wait and just like fly out tomorrow? And she is like kind of confronting him, which I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, fucking finally. And then Foofus shows up and I said, hot. Then Eric enters stage right. Lily enters stage left. Confused. Rufus invites Daddy VDW to tell the truth. Meanwhile, in a cab, we got Blair, Dan, Nate, Jenny, and Chuck, and they're corroborating their stories to figure out what the fuck happened with Lily, Rufus, and Daddy BDW. And they're all just wondering if Lily will believe Rufus. They're like, there is such a strong case that Daddy BDW is lying and that Holland lied and she just needs to believe him. Back at the penthouse, Rufus is like, you know, I'll call Holland right now because this time she's definitely going to tell the truth. And Daddy BDW is like, oh, so you get your mistress to change your story. And, and Eric is like, um, hi, is my mom actually sick? Because that's literally all I care about right now. Yeah. And Daddy BDW gets defensive and he's like, of course she's sick. This is preposterous. I've got the files in my bag. Do you want to see them? And this is like, you don't have to prove yourself dead. And Lily is shocked. I mean, someone give this woman a martini like she's been Truly. through so much. My God. Daddy BDW is like, apparently I do. Excuse me. So he leaves to go find proof that he is, in fact, a legit doctor and Lily is actually sick. Then Lily, Rufus, Eric and Serena wait in the living room and Rufus insists he would never cheat on Lily. Eric confirms that Lily is, in fact, not sick. She was sick, but... Daddy VDW did cure her. And since then, he has been lying since he got to New York. And Eric is like, so is he even coming back? And S is like, you know, I'm sorry, mom. I don't want you to be sick, but dad is not lying to us. Fuck <laughs> off, you. <laughs> Two Literally, weeks, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Come on. And Blair at all 
come in and everyone's like, where the fuck is William? And Nate and Nate's like, oh, and everyone's like, oh, he's in the lobby. And Nate's like, no, no one's in the lobby. The lobby is empty. And this actually was sad. I know. Um, it was actually really heartbreaking. I was like, if Layden had played this scene, I probably would have cried. But it's Serena so was so Delulu. She's like, no, I know he's here. I know it was really sad. Um, and she was like, no, you must have not seen him. He he wouldn't leave me. And then Nate just calls the captain of the NYPD. I was like casual. And Fufus and Lily are holding hands. And little Jay's like, I tipped him off to get out of town. And I was like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Dan finds us in the lobby. And honestly, this is really sad because he obviously left because Papa Wills is a piece of shit. Yeah, literally. Um, and he's about to get in the helicopter and S gets out of uh, a limo in, I think I meant to write this, in a limp fedora, which I think feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, Full and, Carmen San Diego cosplay. Yes, truly. And she's like, uh, I need you to tell me the truth. And Will's like, when your mother came uh, to me in the summer, she was sick and I cured her and I fell in love with her. And I saw y'all and how bad I messed up and I didn't mean to hurt you. I, I wanted my family back. And <laughs> and, and, and is like, the police are on their way now, so you should probably go. Uh, and if you go now, I'll make sure they don't come after you. And I'm like, how? How? What? Okay. I mean, Literally madness. how? What a high schooler is going to be like, please don't go after my criminal dad. Please don't go after my daddy. Yeah. And then she says, I love you. And he's like, or he says, I love you. And she says, I love you too, dad. And then he gets into a cab and drives off as she breathes heavily and the police show up. I just madness. 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 Also, this whole like sequence was underscored by one of my favorite songs in college, which oh. was um called it was by a band called Beach House, and the song is called Zebra. Look it up. I really loved it. Okay. Lily apologizes to Rufus for not believing him, and Rufus is just glad to not lose her to cancer or will or anything else. Mm-hmm. I did think it was funny that given everything Rufus and Daddy BDW have been through together, he's now going from hating William to calling him Will, like casually, as if they're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they passionately kiss and Jenny is like, oh, like rolling her eyes. And she's like, that's it. Dad, she believed you cheated. She was leaving with her ex-husband. You think that William's the only problem? You and Lily fight all the time. Either one of you thinks they're cheating or you both keep secrets. We all get dragged into, into it just like we did today. And Jenny's like, you know, I miss being poor. I want my life to go back to normal. Literally what she said. He's like, I just miss the loft. I miss Brooklyn. I miss things being simpler. And Rufus is like, this is where we live. What needs to go back to normal is you. And Lily and Rufus leave. And Eric is like, you know, if you don't want to be part of this family, no one is forcing you to stay. And he leaves. Oh, everyone really came for Jenny in this episode. We love to see. I only wish they came for Serena as well. Same. Agreed. Erasure. Would have been would have been refreshing, yeah. I'd, Eric did one of my favorite things that actors do in scenes on shows like this, which is where they like fully, they like go past the person they're about to like to talk to as if they're gonna leave, mm-hmm. but like you can tell in their eyes they never were. They just want them to think they are. Yeah, and so they're like walk, walk, and then they double back and they're like step, step back. And yeah, and they say the line, and I was yeah. like iconic. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So campy. Chuck and Blair are together. They're not looking at each other. That they're in the lobby. This is so hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and B was like, "You don't have to wait with me." And Chuck's like, "You're not really gonna keep up this rugby player facade, are you? I know you felt it." And B is like, "We were caught up in a scheme. I, it was." 
it was role play. And Chuck's like, I know you feel it right now. And I was like, oh. And B was like, Holland is right. We are not safe. And Chuck's like, if I can get through my fear for you, you can get through yours for me. And I was like, okay, but like apples and oranges, babe. Like you literally sold her for a hotel. You know what I mean? And he was Mm -hmm. like, you have until tomorrow to decide. We will be safe. So are you brave? Or we will never be safe. So are you brave enough? I'll be waiting at the top of the Empire State Building. And B is like, ah! you cannot affair to remember me. And Chuck's like, if you're not there tomorrow, I'm closing my heart to you forever. And B leaves with her date. Date, aka Cameron, says, mm-hmm. uh, how'd the sting go? And B's like, I would rather hear about rugby. And he's like, cool. So rugby's <laughs> a real sport. <laughs> rugby is a real sport, was his line. Oh my and then God. B dreamily looks at the Empire State Building. Uh, Take us out. Meanwhile, at the helipad or wherever the fuck they were, Serena accepts a call from Nate while the cops mill around and she's pissed and like hangs up almost immediately. I don't really remember. Then she leaves, angrily takes off her fedora, like gets in Mm -hmm. a cab where Dan is waiting and she looks at him and she's like, thanks for coming with me. I know this was a complicated one for you. And Dan's like, when are things not complicated with Serena Vanderwoodson? Want to talk about it? And she's like, no. And she puts her head on his shoulder. And Gigi's like, when the family tree falls, we all need a friend to lead us out of the woods or into them. At Chuck and Nate's, Nate moodily drinks some scotch. And then Jenny shows up with her bags. Oh, and Jenny's like, I didn't know you'd be here. And he's like, I live here. She's like, incredible, incredible line. I live here. Well, I know. I just thought you'd be with Serena. And he's like, nope. And then Gigi's like, but careful, once darkness descends, true natures emerge and everything is fair game. He helps her with her bags. And then Gigi goes, until morning, XOXO, Gossip Girl. I need them to fuck. That's the kind of carnage I need in the season finale of this show. We'll see. I don't like when Jenny gets gets what she wants because she's so goddamn insufferable. But I also hate Serena. So like I'm caught between a Jenny and a hard place. Hard place. Caught between the title of that. Yeah. Wow. 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 You know, That's a lot a great of people, episode, man, I know this was terrific. I want to rewatch really it and not take notes. Like I really just want to let it like, wash it's, all over me. It's so good. Like this season is just so fucking campy. It's I know. So good. This is your favorite season, correct? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my friend Kayla's my friend Kayla's favorite season. And I'm like, OK, so I'm starting to understand why this is everyone's favorite season, because mm-hmm. we're far enough in the show that the storylines are getting more unhinged and it's really fun. And the budget's big enough that the clothes are really good and it still has the original luster of the show. And I hear that seasons five and six, they kind of like lose it, but we will get there eventually. Yeah, I think four is good, too. And like Mm -hmm. there are moments in all of them that I love, but Mm -hmm. four is fucking unhinged. I can't wait. Cuckoo. It's crazy. Cuckoo banana. Cuckoo bananas. And Where can our amazing listeners find you? Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Tyler. Y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter. Hannah A. Brown zero on TikTok. If you're loving the podcast, leave it a little rating Mm. and a review on iTunes. Also, if you just can't get enough Mm. of us, head to patreon.com slash you know you love us for bonus content. We're currently recapping Crappy Lake and then we'll be doing some fun other stuff. Stay tuned. Tyler, where can our amazing (laughs) listeners find you? Thank you so much, Han. Y'all can find me at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram or Tyler McMeredith on the ticker talks or threads question mark. Yeah. We're just so glad y'all are here. Yeah. I can't believe we're almost done with season three. I believe it. Well, Well. 
We'll see you next week on You Know You.